Hello, hello, lovelies. Hello, happy new year. This is your weekly dose of light. This is a new series that I'm starting this year to bring you inspiration, of course, light language to activate you, to support you as we move through this journey this year. You know, each year brings through um, a different flavor of our journey, requiring us to step up to that next level, become our next self, I should put it that way. Hello, lovelies. Hello. Welcome to this week's Dose of Light. So the purpose of the Dose of Light is to give you, basically to just shower you with divine light to support you through the week. And that might come in through light language, um, poetry. It might come in through, um, you know, words of wisdom. It might come in through um, masters of light. However way the light wants to come through to you to support you this week, that's how it's going to come through. So I hope you are open to receive. And, you know, before I begin, and I'm actually going to begin with a, a poetry that I found um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about last week. And actually, before I do that, for those of you who are new to A Dose of Light, your weekly dose of light, my name is Abigail Mensabunsu, and I am a master healer. I am a goddess activator, a mentor, a teacher, and a guide. Um, and <laughs> this is something that I do to support those who are open to receiving. And um, I love doing this. So if you're here, welcome. And for those of you who have been with me through this journey for a long time, thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your shares. Um, I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you. All right. So let's go ahead and begin with this poetry. It's from the book Shatter of the Sacred. You've probably heard me read a poetry from this book before. Um, it's by Shiloh, Shiloh Sophia. And when I read this, I was like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. It's funny because the one that I highlighted is like, I can't find it, but it moved to a different page. And I'm like looking at it like, this is good. So I'm going to share this one with you. It's called For Those Who Desire to Serve the Divine. Have you been taught that the way to go is to ask and ask for what you want. Are you worn out with wanting? Over and over and over we ask. We ask until we are empty with wanting. We learn we are not filled by voices outside the soul. Yet we also learn it is not good to be empty. Taunting of the promises we have yet to acquire. To be empty and full at the same time is the riddle of the saints and sages. Can you want what you have? I ask myself this question almost as much as I used to ask for what I want. Sometimes it happens the way you want, often not. Yet this method continues as if it is gold. Maybe it isn't, or at least not in the way. Not in the way we have been using it. <clears throat> Maybe it is using us instead. Maybe continuing to ask and failing and falling short over and over is causing a deep discontent. 
Have you thought of the price of not ever having just what you want? Because you have named it so many times, you are clear on everything that isn't. What if you are asking a question you have worn out? I wonder if enough praise is returned on desires that are granted. Do you even know when you get what you want? Do you pause and praise the one? Do a happy dance, tell the world, or are you on to the next bigger thing? What happens when the prayers go unanswered? Do you turn? Do you turn in? Turn away. Turn on ourselves and find ourselves not worthy or somehow not acting with just the right tone of voice? Our mojo must have gotten mixed up in transmission or translation, right? Why isn't this working for me? Are we then underserving? Oh, please. <laughs> Let us wake up from this slumber of self-condemnation for not being able to create the reality we think we want. What we do create is our own experience. Methods of action are being hawked by the bunches. I myself have tried many. We wear out the night with incantations of what we have been taught we want. Will we pause and tune in to what the soul requests of us, what we might be made for or from? When we lose it all again, we will make stories up about all of it. When we lose it all, we will make stories up about all of it that aren't true in an effort to make sense of something we were never intended to name. Do you still think good people get good things and bad people should then get bad things? That is an idea from childhood long gone. Then if good people don't get good things, they are doing something wrong? Do you think this about yourself and your loved ones? Set yourself free from this. Taking a deep breath in here. <sighs> Consider this. Instead of asking for what you want, ask, what is wanted from me? What is wanted from me? Then don't fill in the blank. Wait on the divine presence. Wait and listen with the ears. You can barely hear. I don't mean sacrifice. I don't even mean selfless service. I don't mean overgiven and doing what is not yours to do just so it can get done. And no one is as good as it as you are. No one is as, as good at it as you are. The reason to ask what is wanted from you instead of what you want is this. You get a different answer for a long time. That different answer reveals hidden things to you that you would not see otherwise. There, just there, in the in-between, the holy place shines with loving. Eventually, some fine day, when you barely expect it and have forgotten this practice, what you want and what is wanted of you come together. Your supple invitation columnate into coherent beauty. Whoosh! This feeling is luminous. A fallen love that alchemizes your antiquated mythos 
Consecrate the days you have with loving. That is where the real receiving lies. I know we often feel desperate. I have felt this too. In times of desperation, I still resort to begging, yanking on the universe with wailing and rose petals. But when I don't need to, I don't. This teaching does not come easy. Practice is required. Knowing when and how to act is part of the equation. Yet it may be different than you have been taught. If you have been asking for what you want for as long as you can remember, try this. Taking a deep breath in. Ask for, ask what is wanted of you. And then see what happens. You might be surprised and surprising yourself is a wonderful thing. In this way, you become the offering. Being the offering opens so much more of you to the mystery that is available all around you that you could not receive because all the wanting was deafening the radiance. You have become the talisman, consecrated for loving. May our request become sweet prayers in the presence of the Divine One. Taking a deep breath in here. And out. Close your eyes. Place your hands on your heart. Send that breathing into your heart. Send the message of asking of what is wanting of you into your heart. What is wanting of you? And again, listen. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to come up with the answer. Simply open your ears, open your hearts to receive. The answer might come from anywhere to just open to receive. What is wanting of me? What is wanting of me? And within your heart, make sure you go ahead and call in your higher self to be fully anchored and embodied within you. Taking a deep breath in here. And from above, from the heart of source above, open up your channel and anchor right into the heart of source, allowing that golden light to pour into your heart, spreading through your entire body as you breathe it in and integrate on every level of your being. And now sending your awareness to the deepest part of the earth, the center of the earth, where the Divine Mother opens her heart and pours her essence through your channel, her emerald green light, as it enters through your body and anchors within your heart, spreading through all your body and every layer of your body. Breathe in here. And now allow all three divinities to merge within your heart, the divinity of your own through your higher self, through the mother and through the father within your heart and breathe into your heart as you breathe into your heart see this ball of light grow bigger and bigger and bigger until it expands all around you and you are standing at the center of this unconditional divine love divine protection divine security divine safety divine rejuvenation divine support Step into gratitude within your heart. 
for this divine around you. Mm. And from here, you get asked the question again, what is wanting of me? What is wanting of me? Open yourself up to receive the answer. Open yourself up to receive your blessing, your support. Open yourself up to receive your guides and guardians forming a golden circle of light around you. See, sense, or feel them emerge around you and see, sense, or feel their love pouring into you. How would you like to be supported this week? What do you need? What is the invitation that is coming to you this week? And what tools do you need to implement in order to anchor this invitation? From this place, stay in your heart as I bring through a light language to help you anchor, lock, and seal this message, this divine message into every area and every part of your being. Mohori eshidia ak aro mootenas ek are. Doro koro kori eshidia nakara woi eshia. Mak aro titi seri kio moro moro kia tare sia. Aro oro moeti nasa akenia. Aro ori eshina ak et ete so moia moia te soro me kiata ak aromia. Sai kia. I want you to stay into your heart, breathe into your heart. Allow your heart to soften as it receives this divine light, frequency, and codes. Into your heart, turu poeshiti na kee shoro koro 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 koro, infusing your heart with a divine breath. Dore shiti di soro mokia tat ek enasa, maetina soro koeti. Your breath is very important. Breathe into your body, infuse your body with the fresh gift of oxygen. Breathe into your body and breathe out anything that doesn't feel right, that doesn't feel good, that is not of love. Breathe it out now. Taking a deep breath in here. Hold at the top and let out a deep exhale. We now anchor, lock, and seal this message, this light frequency and codes on every level of your being. And now, taking a deep breath in here slowly. And exhale slowly. Being in the quietude of your heart, of your soul, to receive that which is coming through. Mm. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Divine Mother. Thank you, our guides and guardians. Thank you, angels, archangels, masters of light, divine beings who are here for us, for the highest good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So be it. And so it is. And when you're ready, open your eyes. And this week, the master of light coming to guide us is the Atlanteans. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Atlanteans are here. And the message that comes with this card is evolution vibration. And it says this card is about legacy, technology, progress, expectation, acceleration. And I feel like this card goes with the um, how Pluto has moved into Aquarius. And this happened actually on the 20th. It was last week where we had the sun in Aquarius and Pluto moving into Aquarius from Capricorn, um, where it's been for many, many years. So we're going to be in this Pluto and Aquarius. Pluto is a generational um, planet, and which means that whatever it does, it doesn't just affect like it doesn't, the effect doesn't last for just a short time. Like, for example, Mercury retrograde, which is like a, a month, right? This one is like a whole generation. Um, so for example, Pluto moving into Aquarius, we're going to be, it's been doing this dance, this um, slow and steady dance with us because it happened last year where it moved into Aquarius a little bit and then went back to Capricorn. And it's going to be doing this um, now that it's moved to Aquarius, um, I think in mid is in mid mid year is going to move back to Capricorn to kind of give us a breather, and then it's going to move back into Aquarius again, where it's going to stay for the next twenty years, and that's how long Pluto um, transits. So, you know, we I love the fact that Pluto has been giving us grace. <laughs> you know, we've been stepping into the Aquarian age or the Golden Age that we've been talking about and feeling the energy, and we know it's been intense. So I love this gradual transition that's happening to help us to assimilate and integrate and um, get used to the high frequency energies that are free, high frequency um, that we're going to be existing in and what that means and also what will be shifting. So we're getting the little doses now. Um, so we, you know, we're in Aquarius, Pluto's in Aquarius. Um, we're also in Aquarius season. We get, Pluto's gonna move back to Capricorn to kind of give us a little breather and also to see, to really give us a picture of what is gonna be going, right? <laughs> what is gonna be, what is not working and it's gonna be going. And then it's gonna switch back into Aquarius again, where we're gonna stay for the next 20 years. This is what everybody has been talking about the Aquarian age. The other thing I wanted to talk about, you know, it's one of the things that make me, um, it makes me giggle because the Aquarian, you know, Aquarius has to do with technology and thinking outside of the box, not following the crowd, doing something different, seeing it's about the community rather than the individual, right? And so this transition is, this is a huge part of that transition. But last year when we moved into Aquarius, the moment we moved, Pluto moved into Aquarius is when AI just bloomed. And especially in the spiritual world where you hear a lot of people saying that they're excited about the Aquarian age and, you know, the golden age. And then they totally like, you know, like talk crap about AI. And it's like, 
technology is part of Aquarius. And it's no surprise that that happened, right? Because here's the thing, technology is not the bad thing. Technology is just a tool, just like all the other tools that we have on hand. It's about how we use these tools, right? Whether we use it in light or dark. Like AI is the same thing. We can use it in light or we can use it in dark. And it has to be all of us on board or at least majority of us on board choosing to step in to use it in a light way, which will benefit all of us, right? Because of course, we live in a world of duality. There's going to be people who use it in a not so good way, in a very evil way, and others who use it in a very light and supporting way, right? That is our choice. That's just part of being here on this planet, right? So let's see what the Atlanteans have for us. But I love that this card brings in the The, the themes of legacy, technology, progress, expect acceleration, right? Okay, let's see here. So of course, with these cards, it always talks a little bit about um, the Atlanteans or the, the masters, and then it goes into the message itself. Leg legend has it that Atlantis was an advanced civilization that existed thousands of years ago in the center of the Atlantic Ocean. Its people were highly evolved and had many spiritual gifts. They were tele telepathic, psychic, and known for the ability to combine the laws of science and nature with spirituality to develop technology and create heaven on earth. But somehow along the way, many of them stopped respecting the gifts and spiritual connection. This caused a great Cataclysm, cataclysm that brought their civilization to an end. The Atlanteans of this card are those who continued to live with spiritual integrity and awareness. When Atlantis came to an end, many of the many of these beings ascended beyond the physical dimension and now act as a congregation of evolved souls who, like angels, work with those who are following the spiritual path. I want to leave a legacy of light. I love this card. How many of you know your spiritual lineage? So one of my um, spiritual lineage is through Atlantis. I've had a past life there. I've had past lives in Lumeria. And actually, I work with myself in those um, places. It's, it's very interesting that the combination of technology and spirituality um, and my elevated empath group membership, I took them to the own healing chamber, which is, you know, it it, it was in Atlantis. Um, they got to work with a master of light there um, who oversees this. And it was basically a chamber where they use crystals and light frequencies to heal the body. And it's something that I did for the longest time. I still do where I'll go there and lay in my chamber and be healed. And sometimes I even wonder, you know, I, I daydream about inventing something like that because it feels so freaking good, you know, inventing that and in this physical world like it's so cool and i introduced that to the the beautiful women in my elevated empath and now it's a tool that they get to use for themselves to come back to themselves and to heal and to um, recalibrate and rejuvenate so technology doesn't have to be a bad thing it's all about how we use it where the the people who are using the technology where your consciousness is at right we can choose to go this way or we can choose to go that way which one benefits the whole right so here is the message you are a future thinker 
who will leave a legacy of healing and light. The other thing about Aquarius, Aquarius is very connected with astrology and also um, like the healing modalities like Reiki and um, all, all anything that is like outside of the box, <laughs> right? And so it, it won't be, there'll be no surprise if there's more and more people seeking out the esoteric tools like, um, like astrology, numerology, um, gene keys, human design to figure themselves out and get to know themselves more because um, that's all part of Aquarius, right? So that part is really exciting. I'm really excited to see how that blossoms within people. Think beyond boundaries and keep your future and the future of your close ones in mind when it comes to making a decision. Atlantean energy is here to help you align your pathway with one that supports the evolution of your soul and your family lineage. This is a time of transcending old ways of being and old patterns. So it might not always be easy to navigate, but it will be worth it in the long run. Ideas, creativity, and new techno technological concepts are all around you now. When it comes to forging new paths, think of the future. Cut out any long-winded approaches and streamline everything you are doing. This is a time of evolution. And so there's a good chance of resistance from old energies and ego. If you feel challenged or encounter growing pains, know that you are on the right track. Preserve. Thank you, Atlanteans, for coming to support us through this week. So pay attention this week. What, what ignites within you? What inspires you? What, what tools come to you? What you begin to be curious about? What you want to dive into? And I actually would love to hear from you. What are some curiosities that have developed within you since Pluto moved into Aquarius? You know, again, this is a journey. This is not like a one-time thing because whatever gets activated within you now is going to be cultivated um, and crystallized. <laughs> it's going to get better and better, but it is a journey, right? So share with me what comes up with you, what kind of dreams you're having, what ideas are popping in, who is coming into your life at this time, who's leaving your life at this time, right? We are realigning, we are realigning. And I feel like we've been doing this for a while, but it's finally rooting down and crystallizing. So wonderful. Okay, so to end this, you know, again, I want to invite you into my four-week program, Activate Where We Create Your 2024 Soul Map, <laughs> to, to basically guide you through this year. You know, I talk about how each year our soul has a plan for you, and whether you're aware of it or not, it's still coming into fruition. So my job is to bring it into awareness for you, to show you exactly what your soul is expecting from you this year, what challenges will be coming up and what tools you have to move through the challenges, as well as what blessings you will be receiving, what doors will be opening for you and what doors will be closing for you, right? We all have a, a theme that we work through each year. It changes each year, right? So if you want to discover yours, if you want to move away from the the guessing games when it comes to entering a new year and hoping and wishing that you know the year will be good or the year will be something but you're not sure 
if that is even what your soul wants you to experience, then you want to be in this four-week program. If you want to deepen into mentorship, the four-week program is just the beginning. You can join the, the Goddess Unleashed where after you do the four-week program, we actually, you get my mentorship, you get my support throughout the year where it's like walk in with me and the other women in the group to really come to self. So the Goddess Unleashed, just, the, just like the name, your goddess self unleashing is about knowing yourself and empowering yourself. Who are you? Where did you come from? What are you here to do? And what is being called of you? What are you here to be of service? How are you here to be of service? All of those answers, um, questions are answered on this journey. It is a deep, deep soul and heart journey. And the women that join each year, it is. Yes, if you're curious, Click on the link and take some time and read some of the testimonials. And if you have more questions, just send me a message and I can answer your questions. But if you want this year to be different, actually from this point moving forward, life to be different, life to be your ally, then you want to be in this program. Let's work together. All right. From my heart to yours, until next time. Bye.